you're listening to the Locked In Podcast. Here's your host, Algernon Cash. I'm Algernon Cash, and you're locked in. Um, so much great news coming out of the entire triad, um, especially out of Greensboro right now. If you're a uh, business owner or you follow economic development like I do, or you're an investor and you care about these kind of things that's going on with our local and regional economy, so many great things happen in North Carolina, but specifically a lot of great things happen in right here in the triad. And to be even more specific, a lot of great things really happen in right next door in Greensboro with the Toyota battery manufacturing plant that's been announced. Um, and then we are hearing that maybe um, here in the next few days, we may hear about Boom Supersonic um, locating uh, to Greensboro. Uh, but but one, of the, one of the gentlemen, I'm so glad to reconnect with my guest today because um, Robbie Perkins, who is a former mayor of Greensboro, um, also a top-notch, high-profile commercial real estate broker across our state, um, but he is also someone that really understands economic development. Um, this was the gentleman that so many years ago was out preaching regionalism and heart of the triad and so many things. And so with some of this recent news, I wanted to get Robbie back in here to lock in with me. Robbie, how you doing, man? It's nice to be uh, reconnected. Algernon, it's a pleasure to be with you this afternoon. And uh, I can tell you, uh, you haven't aged a bit. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I do appreciate that, man. Um, I, I will, I'll be honest with you, Robbie, just to kick in. When I, when I looked at or read the announcement about Toyota coming, um, and, and as I've you know, talked more and more with economic development officials about what could be happening with Boom, I, I know we might be getting an announcement on that as, as early as this week. Um, and just so many other things that have happened with Greensboro, the Performing Arts Center, um, the development of some of the infrastructural assets in Greensboro. And I, I can only think back to, to the many conversations that you and I've had over the years. And these are a lot of things that you were preaching about you know, a decade ago, what, how do you feel to see all these, these great positive things happening, you know, around the triad, but in Greensboro specifically? Well, you know, I'm very thankful that uh, as a region, we've started to join together. Uh, a lot of that is, uh, is because there are a lot of folks that uh, have decided that, uh, you know, we're a whole lot better if, uh, uh, if we're going to win as a region and, uh, and individually, we also win. And I think the thought process between uh, behind the whole Carolina core uh, effort has been part of the success. Uh, so I would uh, take this beyond, well beyond Greensboro and compliment the leadership in Winston-Salem to that recognize that, uh, that we're all going to be a whole lot better off if we work together. So I think the, the, the projects might be uh, landing in at the airport with the Boom Supersonic or at the Randolph Greensboro uh, 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 mega site. Uh, but I also think that uh, Whitaker Park has had a huge success in the past 12 months as well. Uh, so this is something that's spreading across the triad. And frankly, I think it's, uh, it's our time to, uh, uh, to get some real successes here in our area. You, you know, Robbie, at the um, introduction of, of the interview, I spoke a little bit about the heart of the triad, which was which was um, a vision and an idea that you had more than 10 years ago. Um, I, I recall when those conversations were happening. 
you, you speak about how we finally have gravitated towards regionalism with Carolina Core today. What what changed? What's what's different today than it was 15 years ago when when you initially started preaching this mantra? Algernon, I went to uh, Becky Smothers, who was the mayor in High Point, and Alan Joins, who was the mayor in, in, in Winston-Salem. And I wasn't the mayor. I was on the council. But I asked our mayor, Keith Holliday, if I could launch this effort. And see, he said, go for it. And I went to the planning department in uh, Guilford County and the planning department in Forsyth County, trying to find a map that connected the two counties. They couldn't do it. They didn't have one. And the GIS systems in those days didn't have anything that we, we could really work on that no man's land between uh, Greensboro and Winston-Salem. And, and so it took the uh, GIS folks about four weeks to produce a map so that I could meet with the Mayor Joins and Mayor Smothers and, and really discuss the concept. And that just shows you how far uh, we've come today with the with the advent of the of all the technology, I mean, you you know, you you zoom back and forth, and you get on Google Earth, and there's no uh, there, there's no lines, and and we, we can all see what works and what doesn't work, and and it's it's really a a, a great thing. Uh, so I think part of it is that techno technology has really helped us. Uh, but one thing that we learned through the heart of the triad effort is that we weren't talking enough. And for several years, the planning directors in seven jurisdictions, uh, uh, Kernersville, uh, Oak Ridge, Summerfield, Greensboro, High Point, Winston-Salem, all got together and started talking on a monthly basis. And this kind of helped work some of the infrastructure. I think uh, one of the big things that's happening to link us all together is, is the transportation infrastructure. Uh, Greensboro's urban loop on the western side really connected a lot of things to the airport that weren't connected before. And I think you're seeing the same thing in Winston-Salem on the east side of town with the completion of the first section of the urban loop and the announcement this week of the, of the south side. So uh, when, when, when all of this stuff comes together, I think the triad is going to have uh, transportation infrastructure that's it's unparalleled. I mean, there is no... Uh, uh, there aren't any major road systems that are gonna to need to be done. Salem Parkway is a jewel. Uh, we recently uh, 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 have participated in the sale of some industrial land right across from Amazon and FedEx ground uh, for 155 acre development that North Point out of Kansas City is doing. Uh, it's, it fronts on Salem Parkway. The intersection that serves it is Macy Grove Road. Uh, that intersection is there because of FedEx ground and Amazon. And that intersection is there because Arthur Samet and D.H. Griffin heard about the heart of the triad. And they said, you know, we need to put some of our resources out there and start working on it. And they brought uh, a water line in from Forsyth County. They brought sewer in from the city of High Point, And they got FedEx ground to locate a 400,000 square foot facility there that's in the you know, been doubled since then. And of course, Amazon is now occupying a million four hundred thousand square feet right there on that interchange. So uh, the, the folks at North Point decided they're not going to just build one building at a time. They're building four speculative facilities right now. Six hundred and sixty nine thousand square foot spec building cross docks coming out of the ground as we speak with three other buildings between two hundred seventy thousand feet and three hundred thirty thousand feet following, and it'll all be finished 
by March of 2023. So this is this is the type of thing that we would never have seen but for the heart of the triad, because otherwise it would have been developed helter-skelter with no planning. But thankfully, we had visionary developers like the Griffins and Arthur Samet that uh, were able to get that infrastructure put in place so that uh, the area could flourish. You know, Mayor Newell Clark down in Lexington is a great friend of mine. He's also he also listens to the show and, and they just structured a deal in Lexington also with Arthur Samet um, for a 700 acre um, industrial park down there. So um, not not just Winston, Greensboro and High Point, but even down in Lexington, um, the triad is just roaring. And I, I, I think everything you just described, Robbie, is great for Kernersville too. Um, I, I worked on a um, Kernersville campaign for um, town council this past election cycle. And, you know, Kernersville is just growing leaps and bounds. And, and, and I think a lot of what you described um, is going to continue to drive so much more growth in, in, in that area. You, you do a lot of real estate deals. You do a lot of big real estate transactions. Typically, when companies are looking to relocate to an area, you may be one of the first people to know about it or first, first person to hear about it simply because they're looking for a piece of property. What is the general mood when, when large companies, especially outside of North Carolina, when they look here at the central part of North Carolina right now? Well, it's really difficult to find large tracts of land. And I think that's one of the things that we're all going to struggle with from here on out, uh, because with the uh, demand for industrial space combined with where we're going to put subdivisions to house the people that are going to work in all these new companies, uh, there's been a, a real land rush. Uh, uh, and uh, uh, so I think the biggest challenge we're going to have is, is finding parcels that have are fully entitled uh, water sewer zoning power, uh, good transportation network, uh, and, uh, uh, and, and, and holding them out for companies that are going to really employ a lot of people and, and put a substantial uh, investment in the community. So uh, in fact, I got a call last week uh, looking for 100 acre sites and each one of the uh, companies, there were two companies looking for the sites, a billion dollar investments in each one. So uh, those are the types of things that we're seeing now. And the challenge is going to be, how do we put it together? So for somebody like me, it's it, there's no such thing as a hundred acre perfect site that's just sitting out there. So it's going to have to be cobbled together with multiple properties and, and then utilities extended and then making sure that there's enough power supply to, to, for the, for the uh, uh, business to uh, turn on the lights and run the machine. So it's a, uh, it, 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 it's, it's getting harder and, and, and will be as our areas um, grow together. You, you know, COVID has been so disruptive to all businesses. I mean, not, not just our local economy, but the national economy all, all around the world. Um, I am really deep into the uh, food and beverage industry, as many would, would know. Um, certainly that industry has just been ravaged by, by, by COVID and the restrictions and, and fear and so many things over the last 18 months or so. Talk about the, the real estate business. A lot of what you and I are talking about today sounds like industrial. I know housing's doing really well, um, but office isn't doing as well. Retail may not be doing as well. What, what's the future of, of those asset classes when we look at commercial real estate? Well, you know, the, the, there's just been a complete shift in how people look at the work environment. Uh, uh, and uh, in fact, uh, I was just with a senior uh, broker uh, from Charlotte uh, this morning and and uh, he was saying that uh, uh, the Charlotte Central Business District uh, office demand is just very flat. 
uh, and uh, uh, the, a building that used to house 2,000 people now houses 300. Uh, so what does that do and where does that spill over to the, to the restaurants and small shops that serve that 2,000 person uh, building? It, 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 they're, they're all suffering. So uh, I do think the office demand is going to come back, but it's going to be much slower uh, than ever. Uh, but I do think areas like Greensboro and Winston-Salem may benefit from people migrating out of the bigger cities. And there, there may be some uh, demand for headquarters office to move from, say, New York to Winston-Salem and take some of the vacancy there because from a cost standpoint. I mean, you can lease space at uh, 25% of what it would cost to, to lease it in New York City. And, and your employees are, are, are going to be excellent. So uh, uh, I, I do think there's a future there. Uh, retail uh, uh, depends on what kind of retail you're in. Uh, uh, food anchored shopping centers are still strong, but the big box stores aren't, aren't getting built anymore. Um, the Amazons of the world have changed the nature of that business. And so uh, uh, I think the small service oriented uh, uh, retail strips will do fine. Uh, but uh, uh, but it's certainly going to be a slower deal. I think what you'll see is some experiential retail coming to the triad. I think that we are going to get uh, uh, that type of thing because people want to get out and they want to have a good time. Uh, so experiential retail, I think, is going to be strong. Um, the residential sector is exploding. Apartments, I mean, find an apartment for rent. And, uh, and uh, if you went last year and you shopped it, it would be up 20 25% this year. Uh, and, uh, and, and I think more rental increases are, are, are going to be coming because of the large job growth that we've got in the area. So uh, uh, housing, single family housing, as long as you're under that $400,000 price point, and as long as these interest rates stay low, uh, I, I don't see any stopping that. But of course, if interest rates go up, you know, two points, uh, that's going to take 30 or 40% of the people out of the uh, uh, of the range where they can afford to buy a, a three hundred to four hundred thousand dollar home, so it's it's really going to, and yet you you really can't build them. Uh, uh, you can't build a two hundred thousand dollar freestanding house anymore. That's impossible to do. So it's it, 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 housing affordability is going to be big uh, everywhere in the Carolinas, uh, and we're seeing it in the in the in the triad right now. I think you're right. I was meeting with Mayor Alan Jones here in Winston-Salem, and he said the community, our city needs um, between 14 and 16,000 affordable housing units in the next eight years. Um, so that, that's going to be a huge growth opportunity, um, especially, especially for those that are looking to get in the real estate business. Robbie, man, I, I'm out of time already, but you're always, I love talking to you, and I hate it's been so long since I've, I have talked to you because you're always very informative. You know what's going on. Um, I always love your optimism. And you're, you're always so positive about the triad and about North Carolina. And I, I certainly miss that. Um, real, real quick before we go, you know, any, any other predictions? You, you, you were spot on about this 10 years ago. Any other predictions for the triad that we can be watching? Well, I've always said that the triad deserves a place as the third leg of the economic development stool for North Carolina, that Charlotte and Raleigh are, are two legs, and, and we're going to be that third leg. Uh, will be a little different, uh, but uh, yet unique in our own way. To have three downtowns, High Point, Greensboro, Winston-Salem, that are interesting, that are cool, uh, gives people alternatives, and it, it keeps us to the point where 
we are larger metros. We feel really good to people, uh, but they can still do everything they want to do. So I think the sky's the limit for the triad. I think Project uh, uh, Boom Supersonic, uh, if it is announced this week, uh, is going to be huge. Uh, and, and combined with the, the, the Toyota uh, uh, battery plant, uh, we're on the edge of two cutting-edge technologies. Uh, the educational opportunities here in the triad are, are unsurpassed with Wake Forest and Winston-Salem State and, and uh, in Winston-Salem and North Carolina A&T, UNCG, Elon, High Point University. I mean, you're, you're, you, you, we've got, uh, we're going to keep some of these folks here because they're going to have jobs that are going to pay well. And uh, that's what I want to see in the future. I want to see our median household incomes go through the roof. And I want to see the quality of life for every person in this area improve. And if we can do that. I'm a happy guy. Um, to my audience, you, you can see why I wanted this man to run for governor uh, many years ago. I, I, I think that might be off the table these days. He's making too much money selling real estate now. But um, I, I, I was always hoping that he would um, you know, try to get down to Raleigh because he has such great vision, not only about central North Carolina, but, but just the, the state as a whole. Robbie, thank you again for locking in with me to my audience. Uh, the other voice that you just heard was Robbie Perkins. Um, he is a high-profile commercial real estate broker with NAI based out of Greensboro, but does work all over. Um, I would encourage you to go learn more about him. He's on LinkedIn. He's on Facebook. Go learn more about his firm and some of the transactions that they are doing. Um, until next time, also make sure you're checking out the Locked In podcast. It is available on Apple, Spotify, Pandora, wherever you get your favorite podcasts. You can lock in with me there. Of course, we got our YouTube channel up and running. You can you can lock in with me on Instagram, Facebook. We are all over. Um, but always, until next time, y'all stay locked in. The executive producer of the Locked In Podcast is Algernon Cash for WCG. The associate producer is Tim Beeman for Such and Such Media. The views and opinions in this podcast are solely those of the contributors and are not necessarily those of our distributors or hosting company. This podcast is copyrighted and cannot be reproduced without express written consent of WGC.